Well, okay. this will probably come out this um, week. Oh, this be... one is going to drop. Yeah, this one is actually going to drop on Monday. So, oh, fuck. Yeah. Man, guys, yeah. it's so fucking kind. Dude. Oh, I mean, it, nothing special. I mean, I'll take the kudos, but. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yeah, don't call him kind. Look out. at that man. Look at that evil face. <laughs> I'll take him. Proclaimed as the City of Destiny, Tacoma has maintained itself as the City of Grid. Tacoma kept its in-your-face artistry and individuality that sets it apart from anywhere else in the world. Our never-say-die attitude continues to this day. We are honored to bring to you those who live in Tacoma and its surrounding areas, whose contributions are what bring this city to life. The reputation is real. Welcome to the Grid City Podcast. Here are your hosts. Welcome to the Grit City Podcast. I am Justin. I'm Scott. And there is no Jeff right now, but Jeff will probably be here eventually, we're hoping. Um, and then also there is no, there's no Brogan. Hey guys. Oh wait, there is. There's Robo Brogan. Brogan, where are you? Help me, I'm lost in the Venetian. Oh, okay. So he's out there. Uh, he doesn't know where he's at. He's lost in the Venetian. Excuse me, which way is the Chipotle? Hey, Brogan, we don't need to talk to you at all about this. I need an adult. You do. So go ahead and, uh, go, uh, he's not in Vegas, but <laughs> it's all that old stuff from being in Vegas. Uh, um, and this is actually really fun because today we've got somebody who is on the podcast long before me, yep. many, many, many years ago, which was kind of interesting. Do you want to introduce our guest, sir? You want me to introduce him? Yeah. Oh, that's weird. I don't usually introduce people. That's weird. Well, you so, know um, You're familiar with him. So this is uh, Brian Nelson. He um, <laughs> he runs the uh, the Unleashed, if you're still calling it yeah, Unleashed. Yeah, Un- Unleashed is Stadium Bowl. Yep. yep. And uh, the run, the, the stairs run, I think. Yeah. I think it was it Eric P. Yeah, that. yeah, Eric P. Not he, telling uh, on him. But. One of our uh, one of our uh, good friends, our listeners, our Patreons, and uh, uh, he posted in the Discord of the pictures. He ended up sneaking into stadium during uh, um, the year that shall not be named, right. and uh, <laughs> allegedly doing this. Yeah, allegedly, allegedly did the run. <laughs> uh, of course, he would never do something along those lines, right? No, I'm pretty sure it was photoshopped. I'm sure, <laughs> sure he didn't do it. Yeah. How, um, yeah. Oh, I was gonna okay, say yeah, as, yeah. as well. You do the the grit three. 60 as well. Right? Yes, sir. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's a consulting company. I started after I retired uh, from the army and uh, army national guard actually. But, um, and I pivoted, I guess in probably January of, of the year that it should not be named. Uh, <laughs> so actually and, a little bit before everything yeah. kind of went down. Yeah. I had, uh, it was a, it's a consulting company and I was doing leadership and, and resilience training. And I had just finished training the Lakewood police department, which great, great bunch of guys. Um, and but what I'd realized was that I had there's a big difference between like being a, an adult facilitator or trainer and like a keynote speaker. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I had to learn those facilitation skills and I had got to be decent, maybe good, but I wasn't great. And more importantly, I, I didn't want to become great, I, meaning Ooh. that it it wasn't uh, my highest, best use. Yep. And yep. Uh, and so. Man, started, that's a great way to put it. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I, an old commander of mine used to ask that question of me. He'd say, Major Nelson, is this the next job I was going to do? Or is this your highest, best use? And I, that's really stuck with me. I like that. Yeah. I, was trying yeah. to, I was trying to explain this to a guy I was working. He's a really young guy, right? 
And and the way I was going about it was, it was I was like at, at a certain point we're talking about programming languages or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. And at, I was like at a certain point you you have to focus you have to decide which one you want to learn, right? And, and, right. and dive in. Yeah. Like the others are okay and you can know parts of them, but you have to you have to choose. You have you know what's right. your highest best focus? Yeah. Like, highest yeah. best use. I like yeah. that. That's yeah. Great. And uh, what I'd realized is that I'm like by design serially entrepreneurial. Like I'm a uh, I think maybe consistently frustrated with the status quo <laughs> like that, uh-huh. you know, we're almost in wherever. Uh, and so maybe inside the military, it would be like intrapreneurial might be a better way. You okay. Know, okay. We could do this. I used to get frustrated in uh, like staff meetings when it seemed like we we're all talking about better ways to sharpen a pencil. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I'm thinking F-bomb, right? Like, Oh, you can swear. We, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm trying not to as much as I do. Uh, uh, like we need a Sharpie, you know, that, that, that yeah. the pencil's the wrong tool for, right. for the current problem. And, um, and so when I, I was thinking about, um, what I really wanted to do, I'd reached out to the, um, uh, to an organization to help them with, with some things. And, and what they had wanted was a, a network of, uh, employers that were favorable to reserve component soldiers. Oh, nice. Right. Okay, yeah. Um, and uh, and so I had written this really elaborate, and I thought really well well written proposal. And uh, it was expensive, like way more expensive than I had ever dreamed of charging anybody for anything. And uh, when it got to August, uh, it, it wasn't happening. The money wasn't there, and I thought, you know what? Why do I need? Why don't I just do this? I know a lot of people. I know mm-hmm. employers. I've been an employer. I you know like I know. And so, anyways, that's when I pivoted to. Um, what, what now is mostly like an employment agency for veterans and military spouses. So, awesome. yeah. yeah cool. it, that's kind of one of those interesting things in this area too, because there are so many different military bases here yeah. that, and the, uh, the military life, how long have you been up here in Tacoma in the Pacific Northwest area? So I, I arrived March of 89. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah so. And, uh, and it was, it, we, we come at night, right? Like the military, it's always miserable. Right. So <laughs> right. it was a m- late Friday night uh, and, uh, uh, it was dark and, and it was rainy, snowing as we were driving to oh, Fort damn. Lewis. And, uh, the next morning was the first, what we'd say, like your first real day in the army, right? You're done with basic training. You're done with AIT. And, uh, we called it the, 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 the language was permanent party. Like when you get to permanent party, uh, <laughs> and so if kid, we're all kids, right? Uh, yeah, we always think permanent party, right? Yep, it's going to be, yep. anyways, it was a, it was a sun Saturday morning and we'd had about six to eight inches of snow. Oh, congrats. And, uh, and the sun, but it was so, it was so flipping beautiful, dude. It was, the sun was out. I walked it Have you guys been on JBLM? Uh, I haven't in a long, long time. Well, you know where the main parade field is, where those old, it's where like the core headquarters is. Anyways, it's just these huge brick buildings. Mm -hmm. And I, I walked out and there was, it was that virgin snow all over the place. And I, and Matt Rainier was like staring me and I was literally like stopped in my tracks, like awestruck. Like this is the most beautiful place I've ever seen. And like, I want to spend the rest of my life here. I mean, it was that it, it well, yeah, it like showed that. it showed its beautiful side right away. Right it's like, away, get ready yeah. for this. We got yeah. new recruits. Come yeah, on, everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So then, you know, went around the world a bit. We came back from Europe in '95, and we've been we, we've lived in Lakewood since '95. Wow, so, awesome. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, you've done a uh, you've been around you've been around for a lot of the changes and stuff then as well too. 
Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, I remember, like, in the 90s, I mean, I was young enough to be uh, still having to take the bus, but riding the bus to the Lakewood Mall when it was still the mall and not (laughs) the town center or whatever it is. And so just seeing everything change going from all of that. I grew up in University Place, and so just seeing everything change uh, over the years has been kind of interesting. Because it used to be, I mean, my uh, family moved here, my grandparents in 69, because my uh, uncle was, or not my uncle, my grandfather was in the army. Yep. And so it was just that they had just done a ton of track houses, and he was one of the first ones there to get, yeah. you know, get on that lot. And then even going into the '90s, when they're like the kind of the apartment boom, yep. and it was for a lot of the military folks in this area. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, you know, it's interesting. I, I don't know if you remember, but I, I remember reading this was, it had to been. 89 or 90 but you remember the shooting up on the hilltop between some gangsters we talked about it. oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah the big firefight yeah, yeah. And, and, and some rangers yeah yeah yeah, 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 rangers, yeah. yeah. dunkelberger has talked yeah. about that in the past and yep. we so i was not a ranger but we were we were all joking like all those shot fire shots fired and no one was hit like <laughs> what the hell guys you know uh, um but you know to see you know from that i guess you know 30 years ago ish mm-hmm. to um to what you see on Pack Ave now, and yeah. you know the revitalization. You know what I've I've thought about this. I work out at the down uh, the Tacoma Center Y frequently. Okay, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, I uh, I've thought, what about the what are these anchor institutions that allowed for that revitalization, where relationships, friendships are made over yeah. decades? And I think that uh, I, I've I've told people at the Y that I don't think the revitalization of Tacoma could have happened without the Y. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, like that it, was one of those places that have been a staple for so many years. Yeah, yeah, and so it's a, yeah, it's been a it's been a true delight, you know, to to see, um, like Tacoma, in, in my opinion, I like come into our own, uh, and I and I would I would say Lakewood and and you know my <laughs> some of my friends maybe living in Lakewood or working like like, <laughs> but it's we're all associated, right? It's right. it's all the greater yeah. greater Tacoma area. So, and I'm much more of a, I'm a two, five, three fan than, uh, I, than uh, like the two Oh six or the four, two, five, right? Like you just, screw yeah, those yeah, guys. Yeah. Just keep it there. <laughs> uh, this is, uh, and, and you know, the fact that our, our nickname is grit city. That's so cool, cool, dude. Right? Yeah. And I, and I love it how people, uh, incorporate it. Like obviously with us, with the grit city podcast, because, yep. um, Brogan and Scott were smart enough to snag that website up. Yeah. I was all rusty, a hundred percent rusty. Oh, rusty's amazing. Yep. yep. Uh, yeah. But even like with like Grit 360, I mean, yeah. it just it, it it shows that a you identify with what Tacoma is about, and especially with what you're doing with uh, uh, with military folk and uh, helping them out. Yeah, yeah, and it's it was uh, I think what really it irritated me, but uh, early in the lockdown, so it might have been April. I mean, it's so it feels like one big long day in many oh, ways, right? Right. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> but uh, hearing. Uh, a particular Amazon employee, because I, I think early on, you know, you're you're constantly on the web, like trying to find out what's going on, right? Very yeah. curious. Uh, right. And then that, for me, at some point, like tipped into doom scrolling. You, oh you know, like, gosh, completely. Yeah. Uh, and so then I I was on like a water fast diet only. I, I cut off all. I won't pay attention to any media anymore. But anyways, um, there was a there was an employee that was. It was an Amazon employee who was asking for or demanding double the pay. Mm-hmm. And, and my, my thought was, 
Like, where's the gratitude that you're not one of the 40 million people that's just been laid off and had their, yeah. you know, everything cut from underneath like, them? Just, I had like so many friends in the service industry and it was absolutely just gutted. Gu- gutted. Yeah. Right. And it may never come back. No. In, in, in it, the way that, yeah. And it was just like suddenly people trying to, again, you were talking about pivoting. It's like you're trying to just so many restaurants and bars just trying to stay alive and then many of them not making it. And some of it was, um, my wife kind of put it in a good way. It's kind of that moment of, do you want to continue? Um, you might be at retirement age and it's just might not be that. Cause I remember university place, the pine cone cafe was a, a great stop. And the people were, I think about five years out from retiring and they're just like, yeah, yeah, just, yeah, we're good. We're done. We're going to just retire early and finish it out. And an institution was just gone just instantly. Yeah. And, yeah. or just going to any of the stuff like, I mean, Louis G's, they were, they were looking to sell anyway, but at the same point, like this just kind of pushed that forward. And now Louis G's is going to be a pool hall. Uh, I mean, well, fuck my larkies. <laughs> <laughs> Where you, uh, first came to hang out yeah, with the Grid yeah. City podcast and, Sitting in the back there. With- well, there was a lot of pool players there. Like mm-hmm. there, 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 there has to be a market for it, right? right. Like they oh, were yeah. holding. He was holding. There's like, full on things there. So. Now two. I think there's two pool halls now. Okay. There's one down in Lakewood uh, that just opened, and I think uh, in the Luigi's and Fife as well. Yeah. Not not to get sidetracked, but <laughs> no, I, I, I totally I, I totally agree with what you're saying, man. I, I really feel like. Um, 2020 uh just forced a lot of people to make those hard decisions right mm-hmm. it, yeah. and and it does suck there's a lot of businesses that closed that just hurt the swiss i mean yeah. you know what i mean oh, God, like, i forgot yeah. about the swiss, the like, swiss there's just away. a bunch of them that you're just like man you know they didn't really want to they were just forced to make that decision right or and, and at this point again just trying to figure out different things because i mean the rhine house is a pretty newer institution here and they've literally, because they had that huge, gigantic space, mm-hmm. they now have halved that. They're sharing that space with a, uh, they're going to have dual kitchens, and it's going to be like a Wisconsin-themed type bar, maybe like a Packers bar. That's so you're going to have, you're going to have Wisconsin Packers fans. And, and Germany and on the other Germ- side. Yeah, German <laughs> sausage funny. on the other That's side. Cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like well, kind of a neat way to kind of experience yeah. some new stuff as well. You yeah. say cheese and sausage, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah, cheese curds, <laughs> cheese and sausage. You can you probably mix both. I mean, uh, I think there's probably a pretty good uh, Bavarian or German influence in Wisconsin. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah. lived in Wisconsin for like uh, six weeks. Yeah, was it a girl? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, uh, I, I dealt I dealt with two tornado warnings. Watched a tree basically do a ninety degree over my car. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah this maybe way, not. This <laughs> and then the, the coup de gras was uh, watching two uh, pickup trucks shooting, I think, at each other or up in the air as they were driving down the street. And I'm like, nah, I think I'd rather live in Tacoma. That's crazy. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. We were coming, speaking of Wisconsin, we were, my bro, this was, God, this was 25 years ago. Uh, my brother was finishing up sub time. school <laughs> and uh, out in, I think, Delaware. Anyways, we, he was gonna he was gonna be stationed at Banger, mm-hmm. and so I flew out there and we drove cross country. Oh, and, uh, that's a drive! And we have our families. We're from the Midwest, and you know the Nelson Johnson Swanson Swenson, all the Scandinavian folks, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, Living yeah. in the in the Midwest, and uh, as we were driving through Wisconsin, we got pulled over for doing it was something like sixty eight, right? Like on the on the freeway, and uh, oh geez, and we're like, you got to be kidding me! And it was so in the guy the what state patrol whatever. It, it was it, it was like, yep, 
you know, you're three miles over and uh, it's a, like a $280 ticket. Jeez. It was something like egregious. And he's like, and we'll take your card right here. It's like he had it. Oh, you yeah, know, this is way before Stripe, plate. right? You know, God, so it yeah. was, uh, and uh, we get to our, our family in, in Minnesota and we, we were telling them that and they're like, oh yeah, of course, right? Like you should have known those Wisconsin folks, you know, like <laughs> they, they're just predatory on out well, of state folks. Of for us on the same note, Oregon, man, I had a firm ban on driving in Oregon. I was just like, screw you, Oregon, because, well, I mean, I was going 80, but it was yeah. like going down through the dials and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. just humming, not paying attention. And they're just like... So you're going very fast, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. I'm just driving through. Screw you. And then I didn't pay. And well, then, ironically, like, so check, check this out. All that stuff and fix it. Like a couple of days later, we stayed in Minnesota, and uh, and, and then we were driving through Montana oh, no. and flying. <laughs> right? oh, like, doing a, is that when we, you could? Well, we thought. We thought, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, and so we're we're doing like 105, oh, and no. uh, and the the guy pulls us over, and my brother's driving, and uh, I was a little snark. You know, we've been on the road for a few days, so you're a little yeah. little grumpy. And uh, he's like, "Yeah, you guys were speeding." I was like, "I thought there wasn't a speed limit." You know, all nasty. And my brother's kind of like eyes, oh, no. like, "Shut up, bro." Shut uh, up. And he's like, "Yeah, follow me to." We had to follow the, the oh, patrol to a, an ATM. <laughs> And and their Jesus. ticket was like twenty bucks. Oh, <laughs> it was oh like, wow! Yeah, it was like, dude, that's just a, I'll pay that tax and yeah, drive one hundred five again, right? No problem. Um, so yeah, any way to funny. get from Montana quicker? Yeah, because I've done that. I've done that cross country from I did it um, back from Jersey to here, mm. and I was it was so dumb. I didn't like seventy two hours by myself, oh. so it was drive as. Get all the way. I got all the way to Chicago. My car was overheating, stuck in traffic. So I like got a motel for like, I don't know, like four hours, took a nap, woke up and I'm like, I don't want to sit here. Fuck this shit. And so I drove all the way to Cheyenne. Wow. Yeah. And stayed there. And then from Cheyenne, I made it all the way to Tacoma because I was like, oh, that's not so bad. Once I hit Utah, go up, go across. I'll be fine. No problem. And I'm just sitting there at like, I'm just like, I'm like shaking. I'm like trying to like keep like slap myself in the face. Yeah. And I, I made it. First place uh, I went to was the old uh, gaming haunt to go see everybody. Really? It was like midnight. It's like, I don't want to go home right away. So I went over to Nibbles and Bites and saw everyone. And they're like, hey, you're back. And you're weird. You're like, I just drove for 36 hours straight. Yeah. Because yeah, I didn't yeah. think it would be that far. Uh. I was a really bad judge of length when it came down to it. Uh. Yeah, it's funny. But uh, yeah, no. So I guess that was that whole. Uh, um, I understood the guy, you know, like wanting to get paid more, but like. Not much. I, actually, yeah. I was, it was like, maybe you should just be happy that you're not unemployed. Yeah. You know, and then I, I did a quick calculation on, probably not a fair calculation, but it's where my <laughs> mind went, was that we call it, we, vernacularly we'll say combat pay or imminent danger pay. Mm-hmm. So when you're, when you're going overseas, and I, I want to say it's 250 bucks a month. And, mm-hmm. and so then I thought... So let's let's Your scale that. Your only two fifty a month, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, and no, of course you don't get paid when you're, you don't pay tax when you're overseas. So that's, fair enough. Yeah. Um, but uh, if you calculate that out, say you do a twelve hour shift, you know that's generally what everybody does, and you don't have any days off. So thirty days times <laughs> it was like sixty five cents an hour. <laughs> you know that that's how much extra we get paid. And and my thought was, I, who wants that employee? Yeah. You know, that's, that's instead of being grateful to have a job and like, how can I help? Um, like double my pay, uh, woe is me. And, you know, I'm a victim. And, and I thought, I just did not to say that 
veterans and soldiers like not, not that we don't bitch and complain and we have our own our own problems but but that degree of like self-absorption just doesn't exist yeah you know and i thought it it much more about like the harder things get kind of the more we embrace it yeah and and it's like that's what and I mean, and that's, I mean, I think that's a good thing that you're doing as well with like Grit 360 is the fact that you can facilitate and be like, hey guys, these are the people whom you can depend on. 100%. Mm-hmm. Uh, 100%. It, it just, it, it, actually, I couldn't say it better. It's like this in, in the HR uh, genre or, 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 or career fields, they'll say, uh, th- they'll call it soft skills, right? To be, right. you know, be able to work with a team, mm-hmm. show up on time. And I, that always just, made me bristle like Mm. there's nothing soft about character yeah right it's it's forged it's it's not uh um and it's not something you can do one time and and then you're done which incidentally kind of like brings me to to the race uh yeah is we um this the race started as officer pt when i was a battalion commander and, oh really? Uh, yeah, I was. I was. I'd run the bull because we were up at the Tacoma Armory, right, uh, um, on 11th, and uh, and I my my buddy oh, yeah. had introduced me to the bull, and so I started running it, and it absolutely slayed me. Uh, I mean, just <laughs> broke me off. Um, but it was like the next day when I, I felt like I couldn't even go to the bathroom. It was like it wasn't knee pain; it was just muscle pain. I thought, you know, that'll heal. So. I started running, but it's a very quick, effective workout. I started running the bowl every day after work, and and when you're running the bowl, you're are you just up and down the stairs, and as you're going, or how do you how do you go about that? Yeah, well, so so what I do is I, I run up and down each flight. That's mm-hmm. my 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 standard workout. Oh, um, and uh, uh, but like for a race, for safety reasons, we line everybody up at the uprights and. Uh, by fastest to slowest, I was trying to think of what's the safest way, mm-hmm. you know, to do this because those concrete stairs are unforgiving. Oh, absolutely. You know? Yeah. And, uh, um, and so I thought we're going to have to serpentine, right? Only one way on, on any flight. And so, and then limit, uh, we were social distancing before it was cool. Right. So we, we <laughs> on about a 10 second interval and then we race down to the, the visitor side and climb one flight over down the next one up. Oh, you know, so serpentine the entire bowl. Jeez. Um, but when I was, when I was thinking about taking command, it was like, what, what's the one or two things I can work on, uh, uh, to, you know, to help the organization. And what had occurred to me, I was, I was walking across the, the, the grass at stadium when I realized as a, as a young NCO or a young company grade that I never knew the boss, right. I never, like I knew who he or she was, but I, d- I didn't know them. No interaction whatsoever. Yeah, very or limited. Very or little, very, yeah. very, and, and so what meant like they only knew me as you know, like name, tape and rank. They mm-hmm. didn't know me. And uh, my leadership style is a little more intimate, invasive, maybe, you know, it's personal. <laughs> like I want to know yeah, my people. Yeah. And, and my formula for team building and getting to know people has always been collective suffering followed by breaking bread <laughs> right and it's it's because it works you yeah, know it, it, yeah it, yeah it, it's because it works and when you've been through something together you're gonna have a bond with people like no matter what you're gonna have some sort of bond exactly right. and you know i've actually so like i've thought about this justin for like a long for maybe a decade or more like why why does this work why do and i think it's it's two things um one we carry our junk with us wherever we go. Mm-hmm. You know, our judgments, our biases, our prejudices, our angst, our 
disappointments, all that filters how we see the world, our values. Um, and so we can't, we don't see correctly. It's like we've got, you know, we've got muff, earmuffs on earmuffs, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and googly glasses. That's how we see the world <laughs> almost all the time. And if we want to see the world that, yeah. correctly, we have to be, our ego has to get out of the way, right? We have to be humbled. And what is the safest, predictable, uh, guaranteed way to do that is all out, bent over mouth breathing exercise, right? That'll get you there in a second. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. and everyone's uh, sitting there being like, why did I do this? I yeah, this. yeah, but yeah. Everybody is doing right. it. Yeah, but it's, it's like it, it, it clears the slate, right? Mm-hmm. Like it, it clears, like you can't be indifferent and cool <laughs> and, and, and thinking about your hairdo or, or any of that when no, you're, no. when you've got all the pu- chips pushed in, right? When you're really going after it, it's, it's, it's who you really are. And, and when you're, when you're there and then you like, you're open to others. So you've dropped all your junk. And then when you witness another human being doing something similar, like why, why does Rocky or Creed or Rudy, why do those movies resonate so deeply in your soul? Rocky lost, <laughs> but you don't think about that as you jump out of your chair and, and are sobbing. And I, right. it's like, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Right. So I've, I've thought like, what is it that you see? And I think what you see, you can call it a, num- a number of different things, but I, I think you see the divine spark in another human being or the authentic self or who they're made of or what that – and that's so beautiful that you, you become overwhelmed. It's like the most beautiful thing. And so you fist bump, you high five, you jump out of your chair, you applaud it, you hug it, right? That, and so when we see that, when we really see people like that, we can't unsee them, mm-hmm. you know? And, and so even though 20 minutes later you get your wind back and, and your belly's full and mm-hmm. your junk, you know, you, you put back on your googly eyes and, and your earmuffs, at least the people that you've done that with, that, that connection is real. That's authentic Absolutely. connection, right? Yeah. And, and so, so anyways, that's what I started as Officer PT to do that with my organization and then one day I was running the bull by myself and I had – this was the day that I decided I wanted to do the race. I was the only dude in there and I had just run the bull and I was at the top feeling, um, I guess, equal parts like master of the universe, right? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, you just conquered this yeah, thing, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like I, I didn't quit up. on myself. Right. Like sovereign. Like I'm, I'm a – I have agency. I, I'm no F-bomb victim. Right. Like mm-hmm. I and in, and, and in the same moment, like with that. With that power, it was it was that egoless equanimity, that that connection to everything kind of like, coach, just put me in. I don't care what you want me to do. Like, I'll, do you want me to sweep? I'll sweep. Do you want me to like this? I'm not above or below anybody. I just I'm just here with everybody and we're all together. And I and what occurred to me was like two things. Like one, this is the best Brian to show up in the world. Like, he, wow. Yeah, he, this is. I am, I'm no F, I'm no, no victim, um, but I'm willing to do whatever it takes. I'm not above or below. And I thought, and, and that's how I need to show up daily. Um, and at the same time, like I, my thought was, how can I make others feel this way? Mm-hmm. And I was like, we're getting, we have to raise the fucking bowl. I mean, I just, I said yeah. it out loud. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, uh, and so. I love it. Yeah. Everybody has to do this. Yeah. That, that's totally. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> and, and it, you know, the thing is it's, it's, uh. 
it's effective, right? It's, it's, uh, we see people every year as they finish the, for some people, it's the hardest thing they've ever done. Right. And, and to witness another human being, see themselves differently, hmm. right? Like there's more in me. There was more than I knew, right? It's, it goes back to that, that divine spark or that authentic self, whatever you want to call it. Like it's so beautiful. And, uh, and I, I, I feel like, if there was ever a time that we need to be reminded, right? There's more in you, yes. right? Like it's, it is, um, what, what is, what's great? Indomitable spirit, right? Yeah. Uh, unyielding courage in the, in, in the face of hardship or, or challenge. Uh, we've been infantilized, you know, for the last 15 months, told to stay home. You, you know, you, things are way out of your control. It's too dangerous. Yeah. Well, Man, life is always dangerous. That's we, true. We, we could make I five. We could drive four, right? And, and yeah. there'd yeah. never be another another accident. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> there'd be a lot more road rage, right? But uh, yeah, right. Um, but it's like we 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 have to remind ourselves that we're that there's that, that we're sovereign. We have agency, mm-hmm. and and if we don't, if we if we don't stop pole vaulting over mouse turds of differences and you know, like, like we need to, like, let's start where we're, we're the same. Mm-hmm. Let's remind ourselves what, what we, what we share on this journey. And, uh, and, and it's, you know, I guess it's the soldier or the, the has been athlete in me that, that, that athletics and, and that, it's the training of athletics. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's, mm-hmm. that's what, um, that's what brings us together. And then you feel that's the safety you know, like all this fear, it, it's the it's, fact that you can do something that you possibly maybe felt that was not possible for you means everything is a little bit. I mean, it doesn't mean that everything's going to be easier, but everything is now approachable. Ex- exactly. That you you're up to it. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, you know, shoulders back, confront the world. You, there's more in you. There's been some, I mean, there's been some crazy shit that's happened for me personally this last year. And it's one of those things where I, I, I'm super socially awkward. Like literally like the reason like I wanted to do the podcast was because, Hey, Hey, you want to come on my podcast is a really kind of easy opening line to get to know somebody. (laughs) And so it would Uh, be like that. But, uh, having to actually like, um, like confront people and do things and not really confront people, but literally just go up to them and be like, Hey, I need this or this or this. And what's going on with this? Like, that's very brave. That was stuff that was very terrifying to me. And it's at this point in time where it's just like, uh, you know, like the, the infantilization that you, you stated is pretty, pretty spot on. But it was also that also the realization that I, I need to grow up and do some of these things. I can't just, hope and wait that someone's going to bring these up when these issues are, uh, are, are happening right now right. and affecting me. Right. Right. No, yeah. G- good for you, dude. That's brave. It's, it's super brave. Well, yeah, it, it takes a lot of, a lot of family bullshit to kind of get through <laughs> with all of that, but you know, it's a, uh, it's how it is. Um, tell us a little bit about the, the race though, because signups are going on right now, but they're only up until August 1st, right? Yes. Yes. So, um, it, our, our website is unleashed at stadiumbowl.org. Uh, and, and on that, there's a registration, you know, tab and you just click on that. It's, uh, um, yeah, we the the race is Sunday, August eighth. We are taking registrations up until the first of August. We got to stop it so that we can produce a good event, right? Get the oh yeah, get, yeah, yeah, get yeah, the yeah. food ordered. Get uh, and uh, we do Jones Catering is bringing out breakfast burritos, right? Nice. So the uh, the 
the formula, right? There's the collective suffering, right? That's the running the stairs. And then there's the burritos. Yeah, brick and bread. (laughs) And uh, Trader Joe's going to be there. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah, they'll have uh, Lickies and Chewies. um, And uh, and so we – what what I think is – in the army, we call it the rucksack flop, right? That's what you do after like a 12-mile ruck march. <laughs> uh, you're done with whatever hard thing you've done, and we all sit back, and then you dig out your MRE, and you're, and you're you know, like, man, I've got cheese whiz. Who's got the peanut butter? And, and, right. you're, and we're sitting around making fun of each other and talking, and it's – that is th- – that's nirvana. You know, that's heaven on earth, right, is where we – where we've done something hard together, and we just share – we share the spoils. So it's a to collective speak. reflection on yeah. just what you have been able to accomplish. Yeah, I feel everyone needs to do that. It's a it's an absolutely good team building sort of exercise. Hundred percent. Why is it would make sense? Oh, it would click with you so well being in the army. I mean, everything is about being in your squad and your team and doing all these things. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's it's interesting in in kind of like in the employment piece. I think what sometimes civilians are or, or, or hiring managers will get frustrated with veterans is they'll say. Hey, you know, hey, Scott, tell me about, you know, something that you did or, you know, something you overcame. And generally a veteran will answer, well, we, Mm -hmm. right. And it's, it's so, it is so team uh, focused that we use the collective pronoun all the time. And, uh, and, but, but that's, there's strength there, you know, it's, uh, and so, yeah, when we're, when we're breaking bread, we did just have Lickies and Chewies. And then finally it was like, no, we need real food. We need Some a real, real food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So that uh, – and then, you know, I was really – I was running the stairs the other day. I was thinking more about this. Just running for fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, like, it's yeah. it, clean, it clears my head. Um, I, I was like, this probably goes back, I don't know, 100,000, 250,000 years. You know, like when, when we went had – to, had to go outside the wire to, to hunt. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah man. And then, That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Like, and then go we, hunt and then you ate what you hunted, right? Right. And you brought back and the tribe survived for another 100%. few weeks, right? It was, it was this huge celebration and, and we were safe and we were – and life was good. Yep. And, um, and so, yeah, it's this – I think it's, in, it's hardwired into us. Yep. Like this is – uh, I always encourage um, at work, not the exercise. <laughs> <laughs> The, uh, the the food I I, I really believe <laughs> the food. I, I believe it man no, yeah, yeah. Um, I I think um, team lunches and 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 um, get-togethers after work and stuff like that really build rapport in a team hundred percent is it just because you like to drink freaking on the train yes <laughs> <laughs> well you know it's funny I just did uh, I just finished uh, I was doing I was learning code uh, nice. from code fellows and it it was hard it's that stacked learning right so mm. uh, it goes so fast. While you're not drowning, you do swallow a lot of salt water, right? Like it's really fast. But yep. it, doing hard things together, it, I lean towards the physical because it's it's predictable, repeatable, right? It's easy to do. But but if you're if you're solving a big code problem, or if you're like, or you're you, we're moving a bunch, of, whatever it is that's hard, and that we do with with an organization with a team. Um, you know, cleaning up a house or whatever, whatever yeah. it is. And then we celebrate with, with, uh, with breaking bread. Yeah. That's man. That, that's who we are by design. Yeah. And absolutely. Uh, yeah. It's like, there's just the sense of accomplishment of being able to do anything like yeah. it. And it comes in just doing that team effort is just quite amazing. I mean, to be perfectly honest, I mean, we're not exercising, but most of the time we're just drinking <laughs> and hanging out. But it's that it's that bringing a bond in, and you're bringing 100%. people in. It's just like with you, Brian. It's yeah. like we're bringing you into what we do in our fold because 
Um, we're excited about what we do, but we want to show showcase everything out in here in Tacoma as well. Yeah. So it's that it was the, one of the reasons why I wanted to do this because A, I was socially awkward, but B, I wanted to meet people in the community that were doing things, whether yeah. it be weird artistic things, whether it be exercising and running and mm-hmm. building a community that way. We've seen and talked with so <laughs> many strange people, but so many awesome people. Right. And that's why we do this. And I mean, that's right. like the same thing. <laughs> it's yeah. a weird way to motivate yourself. <laughs> you know, surround yourself with people that make you feel bad about what you're, <laughs> you're yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. I do nothing. Do you see these people? <laughs> He's running the stairs. You probably ran them before he got here. This guy like, yeah, I know, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. dude. I it was like when we had Luann and she's like, oh, no, I want to come to Tacoma and right. photograph things. We're right. like, that's awesome. And then Brian's over here. It's like, oh, no, I ran it this morning like four times. Yeah. Really we had a lady that uh, <laughs> she goes and she does underwater photography off docks, right? Oh, really cool. beautiful photography. Mm, yeah. And um, we 10 o'clock in the morning, right? And she's yeah. here and she's like, oh, no, I already went out and took pictures, you know, this morning. And yeah. I'm like, of course you did. Right. Because right? Right, right. <laughs> you're, you're one of these people that we love these yeah. people. Now, we got somebody in the Discord channel. What? Yeah. We've got our good old friend. Jeff, 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 are you there? Are you there? Hey. Yeah. Hey, can you hear me? Yes. Jeff, you sound kind of echoey. Uh, you're here with uh, Brian. How you doing, bud? Hey, doing great. I am in the house. That's why it sounds echoey, because the house is empty. Uh-oh. Uh, it's a rental house my mom and dad have. It's the house I grew up in. Oh. Hold on, Jeff. Hold on, Jeff. Before you say anything, we need to play your sounder. Yeah, this is a Jessica page because you are out in the home that you grew up in. You're posting some pictures in the old Discord channel. Um, first off, it's very empty. Right. <laughs> very small. Is it really? Yeah, so it used to be what they call like a cracker box house. Like there was no rooms. It was just like a one bedroom. And my brother and his wife uh, remodeled it, added a, expanded the bathroom. Uh, added a couple more rooms, and you've been so posting like a nice little house. And I love it because you're posting some pictures, and it's got the old school wood paneling, like phone. the vinyl wood paneling kind of nice. on the side of it. Nice. Yeah, if you go to the Discord channel, you can check it out. Um, and probably if you listen to this uh, sometime later, it might be a little ways up on the messages, but you can check that out as well. Um, you can get information about our Discord, our Patreon, and all that other stuff on the podcast uh, on the podcast site. But Jeff, uh, some of the pictures you said. Um, let's see. One of the captions was, "I spent billions of hours watching TV in that room." Hmm. Uh, and then another one is I used to make out with my girlfriend now wife when we were <laughs> teens so that that's adorable but uh, also kind of right. creepy I had, I had to put that just because I couldn't say I made out with a lot of girls in that <laughs> <laughs> is that out in eastern Washington yeah yeah Grand, Grandview Washington oh damn damn dude damn what's it like to be in the house you grew up in it's scary. There's a lot of a lot, lot of ghosts if you if you know. <laughs> now you're talking about memories or actual ghosts because I know you have that yeah, little uh, ghost hunter thing. <laughs> I, right, I did thinking about taking out the ovulus, but I don't know if I want to now. Oh man, just think all those ghosts are watching you make out with all those women. Right, <laughs> and I was left alone by myself a lot. So, oh geez, you know, well, I mean, yeah. that's kind of how that works. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jeff, could I get you to go run the uh, stadium run with Brian over here? Oh, you know, I was telling my, I was listening to you talk, and 
Yeah, I could barely make it up and down the stairs right now in this house. <laughs> you got you got a month, but though. I, I'm all for I'm all for what you're doing. I re, I really respect what 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 you guys are doing down there. Well, Jeff, we miss you, buddy. So I'm glad that you were able to pop in and check some stuff out. I'm going to keep you on here so you can keep on talking if you want to. All right, bud. All right, no problem. I'm going to mute and I'm going to I'm going to check in with the fam, see what's going on. Cool, man. Thank you, guys. Cool. Yeah, if you want to pop up, if you want to pop up and say something, that's awesome. And if not, that's cool because I mean that's what people can do on our Discord channel. Um, it's kind of a fun way. It's uh one of those things we had to do during uh during 2020 was how are we going to podcast because. We're podcasting right now at the Beautiful Union Club, right. which you've been to previous before the pandemic. Right. You're able to check out. Yeah. Um, and so we were here recording before that. And then obviously everything shut down and we had to kind of figure out what was going on. And since they were saying, everyone, stay home, don't do anything. We ended up just doing like Saturday night podcasts where we would just sit at home, get on Discord and usually just kind of get <laughs> hammered for a really long time trying uh, to find all sorts of different things to try to talk about without just being I was like, well, what did you do? And stayed at home. No, what did you right, do? Right, it was so hard and it sucks so bad. And listening to them, like <laughs> listening to those episodes are terrible. But like we needed that. Like yeah. I remember needing that. Like I was like, yeah, I get to call my friends today. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, and I would get, I would get wound up, man. hundred percent. Yeah. I was thinking about it. A, uh, I had a committed memory. Uh, Rudyard Kipling's poem, If. I don't know if you. If, uh, I am, but Justin probably yeah, I am not. So. No. It's a, <laughs> uh, I'm lying. If you I'm can trust yourself when all others doubt you, um, it, it goes on and on. But there's a there's a line in there that says, if you can um, if you can bear to hear the truth you've spoken, twisted by knaves to make a trap for fools, or watch the things you've given your life to broken and build them up with worn out tools. And it goes on and on and on. It ends with. Um, if you can fill the unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distance run, yours is the world and everything that's in it, and much more, you'll be a man, my son. It's a beautiful, beautiful poem. Damn, right? it's, okay, it's, yeah. Um, but this, you know, um, you know, build them up with worn out tools. That's what you guys were doing, you know, over the pandemic. That's what. Um, yeah. That's what. That's what all of us have to do. It's like. We, our registrations are one we had to open it about six weeks later than normal mm-hmm. um, and some of our community partners like everybody's focused on on you know their own businesses their yeah. own oh, their yeah. own things so we we we're slower than than we have been in the past and it's um and some of it like we have sponsors that we feel obligated to to mm-hmm. um i mean not like a serious obligation to oh, to yeah. produ- produce a good event right. to get a lot of people out there um and it's like you know. I think we all face this every single day, like the doubt, like maybe I shouldn't do this. Maybe. And it's like, yeah. no, man, we, we have to do it. Like, even if only 200 people show up, like we have to, we have to do this, build it up with worn out tools. If we don't, um, you know, we, uh, part of me, I guess I'm in many ways a catastrophizer, right? I'll think, I'll think the worst case scenario. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's expect the worst, hope for the best, and you'll probably find something in the middle. Like, right. it's just, I always do that because yeah. it's just, I try not to obsess about that, but like the last year, you just kind of end up doing that. Yeah. So it, 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 it's rough on that end because you're even talking about doom scrolling before. And yeah. It's like, yeah. If the fact that you're able to kind of uh, break away from social media, congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, 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 I'm not as uh, available to do that 
A, because I love those fucking dopamine hits from like TikTok and shit. <laughs> right, right, right. But also with my with my normal job, it's it's very uh, intertwined with that. Yeah. So it just yeah. comes to the fact that I have to yeah. keep up with that. And a lot of that, it's just like you're talking about that, that catastrophizing it just means that you got to expect it, but you're just really hoping it doesn't hmm. get to that point. Yeah. And, 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 you know, counter that tendency in, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. to, to, uh, um, you know, like think of what's the most extraordinarily great thing. And even if it's, even if it's unrealistic, it like, it's like a chalk block in your thinking, you know, and, and you can, you can stop that catastrophizing, but, uh, but yeah, it, it feels, uh, um, I, I guess I just feel this this surge like we have to get back to life. We have to remind everybody that like you're still alive and there's way more in you. Like I was come on Tacoma. Like even when uh, I mean um, all the restrictions lifted uh, for businesses and everything on June 30th. And once that happened, it was like, OK, we had planned. It was kind of a short thing, but the way my house is built, uh, I have I have a bar in my house, and uh, now I have a studio. Like the studio <laughs> yeah, is other than hanging stuff up, I've got the full podcast uh, video studio. So we're gonna be doing some crazy shit in the future. Again, pandemic stuff yeah, was yeah. just like revitalizing yeah. everything with that. Um, but about a month previous, we're like, okay, if if everyone's comfortable, whomever's comfortable, come and have a barbecue for the Fourth of July. And it was just that fact that having people over, it was, and being able to go to a restaurant and be able to eat, like going to Trapper Sushi, which finally opened on Sixth Ave. I fucking love sushi. <laughs> um, just being able to, you know, do that and just do a lot of, you know, normal things. Right. Um, not forgetting what happened over the past year, but just kind of getting back to at least a little sense of normalcy. People were so grateful just to be able to hang out with other people. Did you had yeah. a barbecue, dude. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. That you were there. there. <laughs> you were there. You drank a lot, but you didn't get in any fights. I didn't. Like everyone. <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, he Scott has only gotten in almost one fight at one of my events and it was a new year's eve party and it was because the guy well he was a kid but uh, he uh yeah scott scott knows how to push buttons that's not yeah, true uh, no, absolutely no. why is it my fault well no. it's, it's still right. not your fault because right. he also he puked uh, at the uh the the ringing of the uh, bells at uh midnight so yes. yeah. yeah he was banned yeah 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 good good yeah, it I, seems I like those puke. yeah those those no. muscles those uh they're they're atrophied right there yeah. there there's cobwebs like getting i've been going back to to the y and uh it seems like the boutique gyms they seem to be doing much better but the larger like the the y it's still um people are slowly coming back and it's mm-hmm. you know there's this uh there's this pervasive fear one um and i think almost an unfamiliarity kind of like are we've we've forgotten how to move People, in that way well people have forgotten how to move and exercise but people have forgotten how to act too. That's a, like, yeah yeah like, it's like, like we, we've forgotten how to connect we've forgotten mm-hmm. how like our social we've been muted for what 15 16 months yep. and so you know trying to get it back or you've been stuck at your house and just yell at video games so suddenly you start yelling outside and you realize <laughs> you really shouldn't be <laughs> right, right, I, right. It really, yeah it's weird but I, th- I feel like there's not um so People are coming back, like, right? Because I, I've been, I've been, I commute into Seattle for work, right? And I've been doing it since October. 
Um, and, and the difference between now and then is like a thousand fold, right? Wow. Like, it's yeah, harder okay. to hide his, um, uh, train. Yeah. I can't drink back. on the ride. Like there's actually like, we're almost to the point where you're doubling up in seats now. Okay. Like it's okay. almost getting there. Right. Okay, okay. And, and I remember back in the day, you know, um, before where sometimes it would be standing room only. Right. Yeah. Um, we're not quite there. Um, but I think that the people, um, they have a new way of, of seeing things like their perspective has changed, right? A lot of them know that they can do their jobs from home, yeah. right? And yeah. so, yeah, that's um, that's been kind of crazy too, just in terms of like, yeah. uh, I mean, obviously, like real estate, especially in Tacoma, is insane. But yeah. like, people are moving because they can to just less populated, more rural areas because right. um, the better the better internet now, technology yep. has yep. helped yep. a lot, yep. and the fact that people have realized, no, I can literally yep. do my job from home. And be just as productive, and the companies are now realizing that because they had to, right? right like right. a lot of them were like, "Well, we don't want people to work from home because they're gonna, you know, sit around or do whatever." And most of the time, people are like, "No, I need to have a separation." Yeah. And so, even just like just sitting down and working, even if it's in your office in your home, a lot of people are just like, "No, this is my job, and this is what I'm doing." Maybe they'll do the dishes or something along those lines, but it's not going to be anything that's super like taking away from that. Right. And, you know, the one thing that changed for us in our household is our dogs have to be walked in the morning now. <laughs> like they, they, I, I started they doing that early. Yeah. You know, we, we started early and I was like, well, I'll get, you know, it's like eight at eight o'clock. I'll go, I'll go walk the dogs. And right. now it's, you know, that was always an evening thing. And so some things have like, you know, forever shifted. Yeah, now uh, the dogs are like, Hey, what's up? We're right, going exactly. for a walk. Right? <laughs> like, hey, hey. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think employment, it, it, it'll be interesting to see how, how it goes forward and how much yep. can be remote and maybe it's uh, 60% of the time remote, 40%. I, yep. yeah. I think that's the, I really believe that that's going to be the way. And you can see it already where like Mondays and Fridays, like less people come in, right? Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, it just depends. But you, you can see it midweek. A lot of people just don't go into work. They're staying home. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think the, that's, that's beautiful, right? I yeah. mean, what, what was it? I, I remember early, it must have been March, maybe the end of March. I had read something like the 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 smog in Wuhan had dropped so dramatically yeah, yeah. that they had said more people will live longer. I'm gonna. I, I don't want to mess this up. The drop in smog was healthier than the virus was. More people would live longer because of the drop in smog than would have died from the virus, right? So well, it's like, you look holy at, crap. Uh, yeah. and, I mean, even We're so weird, yeah. right? Even people in so like, weird. even in our area of, you know, uh, like in the Pacific Northwest, like, uh, the, it, it, the air got cleaner. Yeah. Right. Just because there weren't so many people commuting and right. getting stuck in that stupid Fife traffic, yeah. which is now back, which yeah, is great. Yeah, yeah. Like when I'm driving home at like 11 o'clock in the morning and there's still like, bumper to bumper around right. the stupid corner. Yeah. But then you have like you have problems like um you don't have building supplies, you know, because right. people, <laughs> right, right, people right, aren't right. working, right? Yeah. So it it, it sucks and it's no it, one comes like, in to fix the fucking vending right? machine. It's, Sorry, that's, it's, that's, it's that's a little so personal weird. on that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the vending machine's broken. Well, yeah, so we're gonna starve. Gonna, <laughs> I know. I can't go into the I can't get my food. I can't uh, get my chips because it's funny. too well the I problem is is I can actually put coins and money in like cash, but no I don't carry that stuff. Oh, right. so, like, so the, the apple card. reader, the card oh, reader is broken, goodness. and now it's like I can't eat food anymore. I guess <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I shouldn't say anything because I do the vending machine too. I am a, I am a um, energy drink dork. Well, in the I mornings, can't now, so, so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I shouldn't. But whatever. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that caffeine jolt in the morning. Makes right. me feel good. 
Uh, I wanted to give a couple of shout outs to a couple of things that are very interesting that are happening right now. Um, both of them are in the terms of kids rock camps. Oh, cool. So there's one right here, and I saw that, and I posted it on one of my stories on my personal page, but I wanted to throw it out there. Um, there are people who are looking for um, people to help out with the Tacoma Girls Rock Camp. Uh, it's a nonprofit, uh, which you can check out at TacomaGirlsRock.org. And they're doing a day camp on the 26th of July, and they're looking for uh, some instructors. So if anybody out there knows anybody into the into the music scene and can help out, check those out. Like I said, uh, again, you can go to TacomaGirlsRock.org. And it basically is a week-long summer camp that provides an opportunity for campers to form a band and write, record, and perform an original song. Dude, I want to get Super all cool. the... That's totally cool. Yes. Right? I want to get all the heavy metal bands we know out there and just like just see <laughs> the youth, right? Jason yeah. from Anti-Hero. Yes, man. I'm just you guys are gonna love this music. You're gonna love playing it. <laughs> yes, uh, that's great. So yeah, so they encourage campers throughout the process to think about representation, defy gender stereotypes because it's a girls' rock camp. That's yeah. amazing. Um, practice collaboration. Their hope is that each camper will leave with a greater self confidence, new friends, and a healthy way to express. Didn't themselves. he say he has two girls? Who uh, the Annie? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he was already talking about how they were already trying to form a band. Yeah. They should be doing this, and he, he should, should be, be doing that. Man. I just want them to get. I just want them to get their band up there and just to sing uh, the great antihero song "Fuck You," and see how that works out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, if you want to be involved, you can go check them out again. TacomaGirlsRock.org, uh, and you can volunteer with that. Or maybe if it's something that you got a kiddo and uh, you want to do with that. That's uh, super cool. Another one that I'm I'm actually personally involved what? with. Yeah, uh, last year I was invited to do this from my other job, but uh, uh, everything was all stay at home, so I was basically just doing this from home and uh, helping out on that. But it's called Live It Out Loud, uh, and this is happening. They're doing a final show on August eighth at the McMinniman Spanish Ballroom, Ooh. which is literally like a half a block from us. You can yeah. walk down there, and I don't know, maybe we'll do that someday. Sure. Um, but yeah, they're doing a final show at McMinniman Spanish Ballroom in Tacoma. They're, they're doing a venue, and what basically it is, it's a rock camp as well, where a bunch of uh, I think like maybe like three, four, five bands. Um, have been spending time together, going through the workshops, talking with people, um, industry professionals, musicians, um, radio people to learn how to do interviews, stuff like that. All sorts of different type of people to uh, kind of help them out. And they've been doing it over the course of a couple of weeks. And they have like put out some videos. And there's some fun bands out there that That's are now cool. doing shows. Like a little incubator for bands. Yeah. I like yeah. that. That's totally cool. Yeah. I just love that Live Out Loud. That is. Yeah. Live It Out Loud. That, man, and that's a great tag. Yeah. You can check them out at liveitoutloud.net. Um, and it, it works with Ted Brown Music, which has been a staple yep. in Tacoma for years and years yep. and years and years. And it's just the one right up on, uh, oh, what is that? Uh, Tacoma Mall Boulevard. Kind of by the new, uh, oh, it's the new place, this new Spanish uh, seafood place that I cannot remember the name of, um, Culichi Town, which I just remembered because they had a whole mariachi band out there to uh, announce their grand opening. Say that again. Culichi Town. <laughs> it took me a while to get to it because I didn't want to say it wrong and it took me there. But uh, those were a couple of fun shout outs I wanted to give out to that. Um, so because it's they're they're getting close to either having other shows happening or uh, the camp is coming up. So uh, cool. a couple weeks out from those, but good things to check out. Dude, you know what's so cool about music is, um, so I went to the language school at Monterey, the Defense Language Institute, and it's it's like taking a drink with a fire hose, right? You learn like 30 <laughs> to 50. It's super, super hard. Uh, so in a year, depending on the language, it's like eight months up to a year or a year and a half. Um, but the kids that did the best 
were those that had could read music <laughs> that had played band oh, or in hard, band. Yeah. And I, it, it never occurred to me um, until years later when I, w- I really nerded out in in this language acquisition, how we learn. And in fact, we even built a website called LingFit. It was a mashup of like CrossFit training principles, right? <laughs> yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. The yeah. wads, right? The, the oh, short that's kind of cool though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kind of like Khan's Academy, right? Okay. Uh, they, oh, they, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so this was this was 08, 09 when we were doing this. So, um, but, you know, short little uh, bits of, of uh, language training. Well, th- I, I'd gone to this think tank called Center for Advanced Study of Language. And it, th- what they had demonstrated was that if you already speak one language, so L1 is your native language, right? L2 mm-hmm. is your first foreign language. Uh, L3, L4, L5, you know, those beyond, they get incrementally easier uh, dramatically. Like so. Oh, yeah, because a lot of them are just based off of the same yeah language. it's the same yeah. yeah and and so um and especially if it's in the same family so like mm-hmm. if you if you learn russian like polish will be easier you know slavic languages blah blah but uh and you can cut the acquisition time down to a half uh that it was to learn the first language and i was at this i had to give a talk it was a veterans day thing and, and these it was at a high school and there was a a band and choir singing and it was so beautiful and what occurred to me was oh music is the is the only universal language. Yes. So that's L2, if that makes sense, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so you, you learn music first, and then everything else after that is you can, it, yep, it becomes easier. much easier. The, yep. It's the same neural pathways, oh, right? Oh, damn, um, okay, yeah. And, uh, and so it's, uh, I've always, I, I never learned to play an instrument or, or anything like that, but I, it, it uh, it's, to me, it's like magic when you watch people perform it. Uh, oh, absolutely. You know, it's just, it's, uh, and it's, uh, anyway, so I've, I've always thought so, like it, encouraging, um, encouraging the arts, man. That is, and I mean, even at that same point too. I mean, it's not so much a shared um, uh, 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 as with like the stadium run. It's not that that shared misery, right? Um, a lot of times it's a shared excitement. It's about shared joy. Some, yeah, 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 yeah. It's shared but enthusiasm. It's still just yeah. as bonding too. Hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Anything that you can bond with on that end, I feel is like uh, a great, especially the fact that you can do that stuff in this city. Which, I mean, a lot of people just don't know about that. They're just going to yeah. go around their entire lives, uh, you know, just doing their stuff in their secular area and in their insular areas. Yep. And yep. then maybe, maybe reach out a little bit further. But again, that's why I'm just like trying to get everyone out there to be like, hey, there's so many cool things that are happening around here that might not be in your wheelhouse. And it's cool oh, to man. just to go check out stuff. And now is like the best time. You've been cooped up for like 15 to 18 months. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. you, you have to say, well, you have to say something about uh, how beautiful stadium is as well too, right? Oh, like gosh, if, yes. if you've never been out there and seen it, like just go (laughs) it's it's got a within a two thousand mile radius right you can't think of a more iconic venue i mean it looks like hogwarts right Right. the uh and that it's funny because i've lived in lakewood since 95 (laughs) and talking about you know insular you'd go to work you'd come back i'd go to lakewood wide go to fort silicon park right you'd go to your little places and it wasn't until i got forced right i got moved to the armory downtown that i that i fell in love with tacoma i was like it's urban enough, right? It's got everything, but it's it's familiar. Like you yeah. can't go to Starbucks and not you can't walk around downtown and not bump into somebody you know. So it's mm-hmm. this familiar mm-hmm. urban environment. It's the perfect city. And it's the the I think the fun part about it too is just like I mean, I'm on the east side a little bit uh, towards the southeast side and it 
essentially because of the freeway and the way that it's built, I can get anywhere in less than 15 minutes. Exactly. And yeah. that is such a boon. And the fact that they've been working on, I mean, they, they, they work on I-5 forever, but with like the 16 and the changes that they've done over the course of the last, what, three decades yeah. that I've remembered is been, has been fantastic. So and they're really looking into making it accessible. Yeah. 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 And that's I, at the part of, you know, kind of like a, a a deeper seated motivation for me to do this is one, it's drag JBLM, mm-hmm. you know, drag one. I think if, mm-hmm. if, if unleashed could ever become a regional event or, or a national event, it's like, this is, if you were going to say one thing about Tacoma, I mean, you get the narrow, there's a number of things, but stadium is yes. so iconic, right? If you, and to say it's a public school, it, right. That blew uh, me away the first time. Me I, too. Like, what? Yeah. You could, what? That's exactly. just a school? I think we went there because um, my kid, we, we lived in Puyallup, live in Puyallup, and my kid went out there for um, debate or swimming or something. And I was okay, like, yeah. this is not a school. <laughs> like, it's unbelievable. Up, right? And it, like, yeah. seriously, like, uh, Pretty Gritty Doers does, uh, we'll do some tours eventually yep. with that. But I mean, you can look on Facebook and it's not going to give the majesticness of it. But yeah. if you're not from this area, check out Over Tacoma. Yeah. It oh, is yes. That's what drone. I was going to say, the drone shot. And they do the drone shots yeah. over and they do some fun stuff, but they've done shots over stadium that are just magnificent. Yeah. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. And so that, I guess that's another. Um, After you do the run, you can experience the joy of being there and check yeah, it all that, out. That, and, and you're exactly, and it's it's. Well, it goes you back have to, to go across the bridges to see it. So there's another icon, <laughs> right? Well, I guess right, you don't right. have to. You can come up from the south, but right, right. Come on, let's be real. <laughs> come on, let's yeah, be real. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's uh it's that. I guess that was that that you know that one day I was telling you when I felt that uh, master of the universe. It was it was being in this unbelievably beautiful yeah. structure. And, and, and all, all of that kind of wrapped into this needs to be, um, this needs to be shared, yeah. you know, like we, we, we need to embrace it. It, it, and, and, you know, you see the people that hop the fence and run the stairs there. It, we come from all walks of life. Mm-hmm. You know, there's probably, I would, I would guess like a weekly, say on the weekends, attendance of people that have been running the stairs there for 30 years mm-hmm. or more, all walks of life. Um, you know, everybody looks different, but. It, there's this community, oh, you know, and, yeah. and it's like, that's my tribe. Guys that are, you know, that are, that are hopping the fence, <laughs> right? Uh, like you can't that, keep Eric? me from exercise, you know. So, you can still uh, do it, buddy. Uh, yeah. Or you can yeah. just sign up and you can go check all this fun there stuff out. <laughs> yeah. uh, before we get out of here, Brian, seriously, thank you so much for spending some time with us. We do have to play a game because, Ooh. well, we don't have Jeff here. Is it Tacoma? <laughs> It's a coma where we're going to play the game where we get to find out whether or not um, you know a little bit about Tacoma or at least the stereotypes that are involved around with that. You get to figure out we've got three stories, three stories, and you get to choose which one is from Tacoma. With us today is a new guest. We've got Brian. Brian, how are you doing today? Great. Excellent. And then uh, no Jeff today, unfortunately. He had an incident with a lawnmower. Don't worry. He's safe. He has all his fingers but maybe three less toes. Don't know yet. We'll get back on that medical report. But with us for all time, always, is Scott. Scott, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. It's a beautiful day. I'm out here looking over the sound. It's gorgeous sitting in the Union Club. I'm loving every minute of it. Scott? 
Did you uh, did you uh, do a little extracurricular activities there, sir? You seem to be uh, full of energy and full of pep. This is unexpected. And no, sir. It's just a good day. I'm just happy to be here. I'm gonna play this game. Let's do it. Wow. Okay, then. Then let's get right to it. I'd there... like to guess number three. Uh, you can <laughs> guess number three, but usually how the game works is I will read the headlines. Oh. Uh, one, two, and three, and then we'll go over those and we'll figure out, uh, maybe discuss them a little bit afterwards, and then you usually choose. We'll get back to you and see whether or not that is something that you really want, if you want number three or not. Got it. Um, Brian, I've explained the game. Does that make sense to you? Understood. Excellent. I think. Excellent. Well, <laughs> I mean, you can't do much worse two. than Scott. No, you can't <laughs> guess yet. You cannot guess. Well, you can't three. multiple guess. Oh, you just okay. guessed all three. Well, let's start with number one. Firecracker. A man wakes up neighbors by screaming and pretending to be a firework. <laughs> There's the first one. Number two. Oh, shit. Sorry, that, that sounds like Florida, man. <laughs> We've got a man dives into a woman's car to stop it from rolling into traffic. Aww. And then number three. A man built a red, white, and blue cannon, and now he's going to prison. <laughs> so we've got the one, the twos, and the threes. Oh, Let's go over the first one here. Firecracker. A man wakes neighbors by screaming and pretending to be a firework. I love that one. I want to guess that one just because I love the guy who did that. I think it's hilarious. It's pretty entertaining. Uh, um, I'm pretty... Uh, uh, is there a video of this somewhere? I don't think there is video. I'm checking the article right here. And it Was he dressed? Oh, there looks like there does seem to be maybe some... Oh, maybe there is an article. Maybe we'll play this little video afterwards to get to it. Um, so there is that one. Um, did you guys do anything for... Uh, oh, you I was actually, at your house. You were at my house for the 4th of July. We did not shoot fireworks, but nope. it's Tacoma, so there were fireworks going on everywhere around us. Did you participate uh, with anything like that, Brian? Well, we, we, we have... A, I forgot to say, our race is for Kindred Souls Foundation, our animal rescue. Oh, right. That's the benefit. Yeah, right. And right. So we have a lot of animals, and uh, and they freak out. Oh God, yeah. So, right. So we batten down the hatches generally, New Year's and Fourth of July, uh, and turn on some music. Yeah, turn on. Well, yeah, get get all the dogs and cats on the bed, and and we watch TV. With the volume Solid, up. yeah. yeah. That's, I think a lot of pet owners do that. Yeah, yeah unfortunately yeah, yeah. with our cats, we, we, we put them in our bedroom because we're having the party anyway. Right. And they just basically, they stay under the under the bed and then I go in like every hour or so, right, get them right. some treats. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I love yeah, you guys. Yeah, 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 you know yeah, the yeah. drill. Yeah, one of our poor yeah. cats freaks the fuck out. Yeah. And yeah. the other one is just kind of like, ah, really? Again? Yeah. And I mean, it's Tacoma. We're like right in the middle of it. You so. can get you can get um drugs and stuff. I know people don't like to drink drug uh, their dogs. CBD stuff. That's yeah. what I was going to say. This, yep. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, there are yeah, some yeah. things. Yeah. Um, uh, we had one that was really high strung. We'd have to dope him up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, I know everyone's out there. I know football season's coming up in the Seahawks. Anytime you score a touchdown, maybe not shoot a firework. You know, <laughs> think about the pets around you. You know what's hilarious is if you are not a football fan, those just come at the most random times, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. Well, doing something yeah. and you're like, boom. And I know, like, next week's guest is going to be to Compton Files. And literally one of the bingo squares on the uh, Tecumpton Files bingo was fireworks or gunfire. And it (laughs) it rings true. Uh, Uh, Man dives into a woman's car to stop it from rolling into traffic. That feels like a feel-good one. I like that one. That was kind of a nice one, too. Um, Did he live? 
Um, I believe everybody lived. Good. So yeah, uh, there's no really issues. I don't think anybody got hurt beyond the person who was uh, convulsing in the car uh, with, and her foot came off the brake, causing oh. her car to roll forward oh, into an he... intersection. Okay. And they noticed it, and uh, they broke the windows and hopped in and uh, saved the woman. Wow, that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, I mean, and that's a, an awesome way to go about that. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, a man built a red, white, and blue cannon, and now he's going to prison. <laughs> Apparently, Washington does have a rule. You can only have cannons of a certain size. Oh. Um, and so he built this one in his garage, and uh, apparently it was bigger than it was supposed to be. And he might have made threats against people <laughs> that maybe uh, that he had a cannon he was going to fire. So maybe that's kind of how that went about. Now, A cannon is not a good weapon. I don't right. think. But it's a you know fun, what I mean? It's, right, it's, right. it's kind of a fun weapon. I guess it's pretty destructive if you think about a cannon, right? Yeah. And it, you know what? Uh, actually, our starting gun for Unleashed is a pack howitzer cannon. Uh, oh, yeah, hopefully yeah, it's the right size. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a it's, it's annoying, but it's super, super loud. But yeah. Uh, so I'll be hearing that when I uh, yeah, when I wake up in the morning. Absolutely. Um, yeah, but it's, it's yeah indirect fire, right? Not, not necessarily the most uh, uh, discreet of weapons. No. So we've got number one is firecracker. Number two is the car dive. And number three is the America cannon. Uh, so, Scott, uh, are you going to stick with three? Where are you going with this no, one? No, I want to say number two because it's a feel-good story. And I want to be like, oh, Tacoma's feel-good. But um, I really love number one. So I'm going to go with number one. You go with firework, firecracker, firecracker. <laughs> All uh, I just picture is some dude running around at night yelling firecracker, like that's, dressed red. That is straight like up a legit naked. thing that could happen. Oh, I love that. I mean, story. I do remember off of like 56th and Park, right by the Safeway on 56th Street on the 4th of July, they had cars out there doing burnouts while someone stood in the middle shooting off Roman candles <laughs> and other fireworks. Uh, there's video out there. I think you can see that on the Reddit. So there's definitely that possibility. Yeah, that feels that that. The guy yelling firework or firecar sounds like it feels like a jackass bit. To yeah, me. right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Brian, one, two, or three, sir. I'm going to go with one. I was thinking two just because of the hills initially, Ooh, right? Yeah. Like that, uh, that could happen in Tacoma. Um, but after after you explain it, it seems and and three seems not something that would happen in. Urban. Co- <laughs> urban, right. It seems a little more, uh, it seems like, you know, like you need some space, right? To build uh, a big yeah, cannon. Yeah, you need, you need, you need a, a, a separate garage. Um, At least so. a threatening cannon, right? Right, right, right. right. Uh, uh, well, so. unfortunately, you are both wrong. Oh, you didn't pick the fun spiritual thing. But yes, the feel-good story was the one oh. from Tacoma. Two men may have saved a woman's life in Tacoma uh, when Good. the car she was driving began rolling into a busy intersection. They were able to smash the car window and dive into the vehicle to shift it into park. Uh, out on a delivery for Country Green Turf Farms, Brock Copas of Olympia noticed a woman passed out in her car on Pearl Street and 6th Avenue in Tacoma. Uh-huh. So that's kind of about where the Panda Express is and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Um, uh, Copas uh, got out of his car to check on the woman and was joined by another man who was also concerned for her unconscious woman. Uh, they pulled up to the stoplight. They saw her and then that's when I mentioned that she started to convulse. Her foot came off the brake causing her car to start rolling into the intersection. And that's a yeah. super busy the intersection Big right time. there off of six the pearl right um so they the other guy uh copas said the other guy uh, was here we go and smashed the window copas <laughs> then dove into the car shifted the gear into park and prevented the car from going into the intersection nice good for those guys wow that's brave yeah yeah, yeah absolutely how, the, right? how did they break the window uh they you don't know? say exactly how um 
Oh, let's see what he said here. Because it actually is like, not a lot to think about, he said, I guess. I got to be the guy to jump through the window because I had a sweatshirt on and the other guy was wearing a t-shirt. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe At just... they thought it out. Like, yeah. You think it might be easy to break a window. It's not really that no. easy to no. break a car window. But he, well, he was a lawn guy. He might have had a tool on. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and How then, brave. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, the police did say that he did the right thing by smashing the window and getting oh, yeah. in the car. And uh, after briefly speaking to the men, the officers let them go in and attended to the woman. Yeah. And it sounds like uh, there's nothing more, uh, no more problems with her. At least there's no reports of anything beyond that. So oh, don't know the cause of her uh, passing out, unfortunately. But uh, she ended up being safe from those guys. So that's pretty amazing. Yeah. That's great news. And uh, nobody else was hurt. Right? No, like nobody else was hurt. The thing. So good for them, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would have picked that one if one of them had yelled firecracker when they were yeah. doing it. Well, firecracker, <laughs> Cape Coral Man, uh, wakes neighbors by screaming and pretending to be a firework. This <laughs> did happen in Cape Coral, Florida. I knew I said Florida Man, right? <laughs> yeah, that's Florida Man. Oh, a man dude, protesting pyrotechnics was caught on a Cape Coral security system screaming around 3 a.m. Firecracker, firecracker, boom, yelled the unidentified <laughs> man. <laughs> People living in uh, in the area got an early Fourth of July show. Uh, the dogs were barking. We went outside, and the guy was screaming. I mean, so loud, said Sarah, whose security camera captured it. He seemed to be upset that people were celebrating early. Uh, all this happened before 3 a.m., so she shouted back. Uh, okay, so here we go. I think this might work. Let's see if we can. Seawalls. You can Whoa! fix them now. Screw you, you stupid. Uh, that was loud. That was very loud and also uh, an ad. So once we get to the end of this ad, thank you very much, uh, whatever website you are, uh, NBC2.com. Oh, and then I hit the stupid button. Here we go. Let's try this again now. July is still days away, and people in this Cape Coral neighborhood are already fed up with fireworks. One guy had a unique way of showing it. A surveillance camera got him screaming firework noises across the canal on Southeast 10th Avenue, and this was in the middle of the night, by the way. Neighbors were not amused, as you can imagine. NBC2's Gage Goulding talked to the woman who had enough and yelled back about the pyrotechnic protest. People living on the Cape Coral Canal got an early Fourth of July show. <laughs> I could just imagine that literally happening in anywhere in Tacoma. So I was really kind of hoping that would have been that. Um, but yeah, uh, and then finally, a Washington man built a red, white, and blue cannon, and now he's going to prison. A mm. sixty-three-year-old uh, Eastern Washington man will spend two years in federal prison Damn. for building a working red, white, and blue cannon in his garage. Kent Kimberling of Garfield. I don't know where the fuck Garfield is, except it's in Spokane County because that's where he went to the jail. Uh, he's been in custody of Spokane jail since January of 2020. So this happened for a while. Damn. Uh, in August of 2019, investigators with the Bureau of uh, the ATF discovered an unregistered destructive device in his home that he shares with his mother. Uh, he pleaded guilty in March of possession of an unregistered destructive device and uh, got his two years. Basically, they went to go conduct a welfare check and found the cannon, which was later tested by federal agents and found to be operational. It fired a soda can. So this was instead of those like potato guns. I don't yeah. know if you guys ever used a potato gun when you were a kid, but I remember doing that. Um, but they fired a soda can, which left a large hole in the center of a target. The bore of the cannon was measured was measured to be one and one quarter inches greater than the half inch bore permissible under federal law. Wow! So everyone out there, you can make a cannon as long as it has a half inch hole. 
they also told uh, Kimberling, the uh, told federal agents he believed the construction of the device was legal. Um, unfortunately, ignorance is no um, excuse for uh, breaking the law. And they told them numerous Boo. times that he believed the police and the police chief were out to get him and that the town of Garfield uh, was corrupt. There you go. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, he uh, that's kind of his problem. So, <sighs> yeah. Yeah. So that was Is It Tacoma? And if you guys want to send me some more articles about weird stuff in Tacoma, I usually kind of run out of this sort of shit. So uh, <laughs> any, like, if it's not a shooting, which I try not to do because Tacoma is kind of known for that, yeah, it's pretty uh, pretty standard when it comes down to all that. Uh, I like the feel-good story. That made me feel good. Yeah. Good job, you. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. You see, see, not all of it's bad. There was a saved <laughs> life there, and he still went for firework, firework. <laughs> Dude, that's hilarious. It I'm really sorry. was. Uh, oh. Brian Nelson. Thank you so much for spending some time with this yeah. uh, Grit 360 and the uh, the big old stadium run. Tell it, give us the links about that all again. Unleashed at StadiumBowl.org. Perfect. And, uh, supports Kindred Souls Foundation, uh, the cats and dogs of uh, Kindred Souls Foundation. So that's KindredSoulsFoundation.org as well. So thank you very much. Thank you so much for coming on here. And seriously, like at some point, we'll we'll go out there and hang out. I don't know if we're gonna run. But. It's you know it's just so dang cool to see. It's yeah, so yeah, inspiring, yeah. right? I like we'll take everybody, everybody is cheering everybody on. It's really it's hard to quit when 500 people are cheering you on. And if people do want to come, they can come in. Uh, yeah, yeah, well. it's, perfect, yeah, yeah, perfect, yeah. Come perfect. on, uh, you, you have to walk down. You know, the you, you coming through the back of the stadium, um, but it's 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 a it's a beautiful thing to see. I mean, it really is a. It's inspiring. Absolutely. And uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Again, uh, you can find all of our episodes at GritCityPodcast.com. And you can also get the links to our Patreon, which for as cheap as $1, you can get access to... $1? $1. You can get access to some of the cool stuff, like all of Jeff's amazing t-shirt designs. um, And his new graffiti design is available for the patrons. Yeah. I need him to set that store up so I can get it as a, uh, maybe like a giant poster. Nope. Like some of our other uh, uh, awesome patrons have been able to do. Was it Eric who had the amazing... I I think it was Eric as well. We give him a lot of love because he's an amazing patron, but also he's the guy who uh, broke into stadium, so that's all I mean, allegedly. allegedly. And uh, but uh, you can get all of those different cool designs. You can get access to the older episodes um, back before it was when it was just Brogan and Scott getting drunk in the back of Malarkey's. Yeah, usually. (laughs) And also uh, access to uh, T-shirts, hoodies, all sorts of other things, too. Yep. Lots of fun stuff on that. And always check out our Discord where we get to uh, just BS and commiserate. We got a shout-out section. So if you don't know where to spend any time in Tacoma, usually there's some restaurant recommendations or just some shout-outs for local businesses, uh, veterinarians that have saved some of our uh, patrons' uh, animals' lives. Absolutely. Uh, Lots of really cool stuff on all of that. And seriously, guys, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, stay gritty. You've been listening to the Grit City Podcast. Check them out at gritcitypodcast.com. Grit City Podcast.